So if you look at this from an energetic standpoint, those gates of love are looking to receive energy from those motors and that love, that energy enters those love gates in order to get to direction. So we should be leading with love. Love should be our driver, not resources, not control, not power. It all comes back to love. Hello, this is Pam December, and this is the Mad for Purple podcast, your place for all things spirituality, self-actualization, healing, and human design. Keep listening to receive wisdom, tips, and tools as we journey into higher consciousness together. Hello, and welcome to another episode from Mad for Purple. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the Identity Center and the Heart Center. I've been wanting to talk about the evolutionary changes that we're starting to see that will continue to change from now until could be the next 200 years, but we're in the midst of it. Sometimes before we can look ahead, we need to look back. How did we get here? Before I get too far into the episode, and part of why I want to talk about the Identity Center and the Heart Center, the world is in a really not so good place right now. The pandemic has been one thing. Now we're seeing policies coming in, taking away trans rights in places in the United States. And we also are witnessing another country invading another country and the devastation and the trauma and not to mention the injuries and the deaths and for what. So I would like to dedicate this episode to my friend and fellow podcaster, Christina Vine, as she finds herself in the midst of this terrible war where she lives in the Ukraine. So going back, we're going to go back 70, 80,000 years to when humans were five centered beings and an evolutionary change happened then as well. It changed the way our brain perceives things, the way our eyes sees things, as well as the larynx dropped in the throat, allowing us to form speech. So when this happened, we became a seven-centered being. So many of you may be familiar with the chakra system, the seven chakras, and that's what those seven centers refer to. So from 70, 80,000 years ago up until 1781, we were a seven-centered being. That's a lot of years of being relatively the same. Yes, we had intellectual development and economic development and systems development. So in the midst of our physical energetic changes, we also have these global cycles running in the background. Now these cycles determine the program, the matrix, the Maya, and these cycles change every 411 years. So around 1616, we moved into the cross of planning. We saw the end of the fealty system. We saw the end of royal families overseeing and benefiting from the people who they rented their land. So entering the cross of planning, we saw the beginning of the scientific revolution, the beginnings of the industrial revolution, because the cross of planning was all about setting up these systems and structures to support humanity for the upcoming changes here in 2027. So from that 70, 80,000 years up to 1616-ish, we had the seven-centered way of being. Now, what was the seven-centered way of being? The way I see it, the way I interpret it, our identities 
were very much tied to what we were able to produce, how we were able to produce the jobs that we had. I know I talked a little bit about it in this episode one or maybe two about how some of the last names that we see like Baker, Smith, Miller, all of those surnames relate to an occupation. So you can see how what we did was part of our identity. So in 1781, when this mutation of the emotional solar plexus started, the identity center, the heart chakra, it split into the identity center and the heart center. And the solar plexus chakra split into the splenic center and the emotional solar plexus. I will probably talk about those in a later episode. Coming back to the identity center and the heart center, evolutionary shift provided us with the first opportunity to remove our jobs, our doing, our productivity from our identity. Prior to 1781, the idea of self-actualization was, I would say, near impossible. Now that we have the circuitry, the energetics of that identity being separated from the material, we no longer need to identify with our jobs. So that's one of the things that we've brought forward from being a seven-centered being to being a nine-centered being. So this has been like a deconditioning process. It's only been 241 years since this change. And the change before that was 70, 80,000 years. Like that's a long time to be living a certain way. So this is really new for us as a species. And you can see shifts of people wanting to do things that bring them joy, especially in their work versus working away at a nine to five that makes them miserable. And I think we'll see more of this as years go by. So this last week, I took my newsletter group and Facebook group through the sacral center, the identity center, and the throat center. And in preparing for these classes, it was really interesting to look at the identity center with new eyes. The identity center is made up of eight different gates. Four of those gates are gates of love and the other four are gates of direction. And when you look at those gates of love, they are all pointing towards one of the motor centers in the chart. So they're either pointing towards the sacral or towards the will center or heart center. So if you look at this from an energetic standpoint, those gates of love are looking to receive energy from those motors and that love, that energy enters those love gates in order to get to direction. So we should be leading with love. Love should be our driver, not resources, not control, not power. It all comes back to love. And I hope as we continue through this disruption that we're all feeling through the pandemic, through now war, through policies that do not serve, that as we become more aware of these things, as we see the injustices, see the underserved, that we start making a shift. All of this disruption is leading us to 2027. And when we move into a new global cycle, into the cross of the sleeping phoenix, the era of the individual. A lot of human design folks have been trying to interpret what this global shift means for us. The founder of human design, Ra Uruhu, his outlook was pretty pessimistic. So I don't blame others for looking for a more supportive, more expansive view of what the future holds. But it's becoming very apparent just how the systems and structures that have been set up 
through this cross of planning. We're talking about healthcare, we're talking about education, government, the judicial system, money, the list goes on and on. They may have served these institutions, the policies, the laws that have came in through these structures may have served in 1781. They may have served in 1900. But as we get closer and closer to 2027, there's a lot of pressure for those things to collapse. And on the bright side of that is that we get to rebuild it in a way that is sustainable and equitable and supportive of everyone. Because every human being, every sentient being deserves care and deserves a standard of living that is generative and not degenerative. So this podcast episode is completely off script. I wanted to see what would come through, what messages would come through. And because things right now are just so heavy. And if we can just come back to the heart space where our identity, our ego, where it all resides, and how can we cultivate more love, more compassion, more empathy for everyone? We're all going through something right now. And that can be really lonely. So I think that's all that I really wanted to say. A little heavier episode, but I think an important one. Thank you so much for listening and I hope that you are safe and that you are sourced and that you just take care of each other. Key takeaways from the episode. One, we were seven-centered beings for 70,000 plus years before evolving to the nine centers we see in the human design chart today. Two, we evolved into the nine-centered being in 1781 when the heart chakra and solar plexus chakras each split into two. Three, this split has allowed us to self-actualize and move away from our job being our identity, and this is something we are still deconditioning from. Four, the global cycles shift every 411 years, the last one being in 1615 and the next one coming in 2027. And lastly, the collapse of systems will allow us to rebuild in a way that is sustainable, equitable, and supportive of everyone. If you'd like to support Christina Vine, head to her podcast or Instagram, Better Way to Do Life. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend or loved one. And if you'd like to learn more about human design and self-actualization, I have a free offer for you to check out and the link for that will also be in the description. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week in the next episode.